This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. And London was quite an experience for us. I'm telling you that there's a, there's, there's like a mini-series in there. <laughs> <laughs> because there were times we were so mawire, so broke. <laughs> because, so here we are playing this. So okay, okay, let, let's, 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 let's talk about this tour then. Yeah. How does this tour even come to be? Once again, it's connections, right? Because uh, we were singing at predominantly a conference in Switzerland, right? That Mrs. Sei uh-huh. was part of, right? Yes. So she's there like... I think she sent them recordings of us and they're like, I've got a group uh, back at home. We're coming with them, right? And so they're like, okay, cool, but they have to pay their way, right? Yes. So they're like, okay, cool. So we, that's now how we Changad had that fundraising concert uh-huh. or series of concerts to pay for the, for, for the, the tickets to go. Tickets, yeah. Um, yeah, man, it was, it was great. It was the first time on an international flight. Wonderful. We showed up at the airport. My brother was managing us at the time. Um, and he, he insisted w- when we go to the airport, we've got to look like a like a football team, right? Mm, and so you, you come in the uniform, <laughs> right? Not you come uh, guys in jeans, not guys in shorts. They're like Z, right? Go me, right? Should have seen us at the airport. Right? And like, it was yeah, That's yeah. So fresh. We were sharp. So so hold on. Mm. So you raise the chums to go. Raise the chums to go. Yeah. And and a, and, a, and a bit of pocket money as well. It was it was cool, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, also parents sort of changaing, but it's predominantly our work, you know. Nice. Um, I mean, our 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 parents and our sort of a very close uh, group of fans, right? There was a group called Poffa, Parents of Five Alive. <laughs> What's up, group? Who are you? <laughs> you know. And then there was Poffa, Friends of Five Alive, right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, it, w- it was cool. That's and so cool. Uh, yeah, and our parents used to get together every once in a while and just kind of talk about how they could help us do the stuff that we were trying to do. Yo, that's supportive on you know, steroids. All the way. All the way. Okay, so you guys go and now do this thing in Switzerland mm-hmm. and that opens up now these doors for tours. Exactly, in exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, then we went, went to London um, uh, in, in search of fame and fortune and found neither. <laughs> <laughs> Because you you couldn't be placed, you couldn't be bought. We couldn't be placed, and then also our immigration status then became a thing, uh-huh. right? You're here looking for work. We're here looking for work. You know, you've come as visitors, you know, um, and we were we were petrified, you know, about being illegally in the in the UK, you know, yeah. um, and so even after after a while, we had to stop doing the the gig at the theatre that I was telling you about. Yeah. Um, because you're earning revenue. We were we were we were earning money, right? Mm. Um. And so here we were, we just moved into a new house up, you know, up in North London, which is, tends to be, it's a middle class area mm. that we're moved into. And it's partly because that's, that's the, the neighborhood that we had arrived in, you know, uh, there's, there's a, a woman we'd met in Switzerland who was there like, hey, my church can house you in, in the UK. So we went and that's the area that we knew, mm. right? And so there we were paying like 800 pounds a month. While other Kenyans are there like, dude, man, come to Hackney, right? Mm. It's like 215 pounds a month, yeah. right? But by that point, we'd sign the lease because this is the London that we know. Yeah. Besides, we're making the tunes three nights a week Over at here, this theatre, right? Shortly after signing that lease, the guy comes to us and says, Hey, man, um, this immigration thing is a bit of a thing. So, geez, adios. Adios. Get out of here. Get out of here. So you're there with a, a lease. 800 pounds a month and no money. <laughs> <laughs> so, but hold on, you guys. So you went there with a long term, like you are, you are going to get a record deal. That's what we're, that's what we're going to do. You know, no. that was that was the plan. You know, after Switzerland it was like hop, skip, and a jump. You know, no parents, nothing, just the five of you and your manager. Just the five of us. And my bro ended up sort of we uh, in Switzerland. So his 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 work ended in Switzerland, and we went to to the UK on our own. So it's just the five of you. Just the five of us. You guys were ninjas. Yeah, man. Make yeah. the dream a reality. We, we, you, you, you've got to do it. And so uh, we would, <laughs> after after we lost that gig, times became really, really tough. Yeah. So you're also asking 
perils at home, send some tunes, whatever. Um, and you're kind of surviving, uh, doing one a little gig here, like a little gig there, you know. Um, but there were days we would wake up, as in like, <laughs> we would go shopping when we had the tunes, right? And you go, you buy like a 21 uh, <laughs> drumsticks situation. Go buy like uh, rice. Chele for days. Chele for days. <laughs> and we used to go to bed at about maybe 12, 1 a.m. And you make sure you sleep kil- till kiddo 11, right? <laughs> so that breakfast is not an issue. <laughs> you wake up, it's so strungy. And I think a slice or two of bread. And then we had one meal a day as in a, a proper meal. And it was actually not a big meal. It's like two drumsticks <laughs> that we've chongered, right? And made a stew for the five guys and some rice. That was our life. Every once in a while, like Arela would show up or something. Victor's sister came. She gathered our fridge. We were like, oh my God, Thank it's God. Christmas, you know? <laughs> uh, but it was... It was How we long were you there, there for? Uh, I want to say eight months. What? So, yeah. So the first two, three months was kind of... Easy. It was kind of easy. Hey, by month seven, it was abandoned ship. <laughs> it, was, it was crazy. Get out of here. Yes, let's, let's bounce. Let's go you back know? digs. Exactly. And the record, and the record deal thing wasn't happening. It, it had become clear that it wasn't going to happen. Because you'd go to places. And, and of course, you were, you were knocking and they were opening the doors. And then yeah. when, they, when they listened to you, they're like, okay, who yeah, are you? Yeah, what do we do with you? You know? Um, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, what a learning. Yeah, it was, it was quite it was quite a thing. It was it was also the industry was was as as always tends to happen. It was also in flux. Mm. So the nineties was um, moving from boys to men to R Kelly. Yeah, it was it was uh, Warren G. Uh-huh. Ka- yeah, regulate yeah, exactly. Um, uh, it was um, in the eighties, seventies, and earlier. Record companies used to develop acts. Right, you're not yet ready. Okay, let's write some stuff for you. Mm-hmm. Let's you know, etc. Et Those, but the it's like the earning structures had changed in the 90s as well. And so record companies were like, you come prepared, you mm-hmm. come processed, mm-hmm. right? To the point that certain sort of A and R people in the record companies were forming their own management companies to groom artists, what? right? So when you come and plug into the record company, you're ready. You're ready. You're ready mm-hmm. to go. Right, so now you're talking about groups like Akina, take that, you know, mm-hmm. that that yeah, that, that era, know? yeah, that's the era, right? Whoa! And so guys who are kind of still figuring it out, Spice ah, Girls, is exactly, that era. Yeah. exactly. So it wasn't a for coming at it. Let's figure the things out together. We have no time for that. Yeah, and so we, went, and we did a, we did a couple of demos, uh, um, but it just we weren't we weren't ready, you know. I, I think that's what it was. We just weren't ready, and we didn't have. We didn't have like a producer or a, a management team that was prepared to sort of help us. You are winning that, it. You that. are just trying. A door open. Yeah. Let's let's try get yeah. this. We would sing in the lobby of of record companies. We are five guys a cappella. We'll just do it. We sang in the tube station. One time, I think in Polydor, Polygraph, we sang in the in the lobby. The security guard is there, like you guys are great. If I could do anything, I'd have signed you up. But it's not up to me. <laughs> you know. But cheers. This Good is job. the side of Five Alive yeah, man. Goes. No, there's a there's a there's a movie there. There's a movie. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. Uh, let's take a slight break. When we come back, let's now talk about you guys recording because you have an album, and that album has some classic Kenyan songs. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. Like what you said about Fiverr Live right now, I'm just like... <laughs> would have thought. Anyway, we continue. Rolling, yeah. Rolling. Okay, guys, we let's continue with this story. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So as you've now had, Fiverr Live have done their time. <laughs> Hardship. I what? First of all, that's some crazy faith to go mm. to the UK to look for a record deal. Yeah, actually, yeah, it was it was pretty uh, brave, Ballsy, and, man. Yeah, <laughs> you know, just to go and do it. Uh, but it was it was it was what we needed to do at the time. 
that, that's that's I don't regret it at all. I give you guys my coffee for doing that. That that, that was already a different I mean even that shows where your mindset was. You guys already thinking globally. Yeah. Yeah, we were I, we were brave. We were really, really brave, you know. Also, yeah, because of the family support, you know, and then we uh none of us were married, had kids, you know, mm. you can yes. up and go. Yeah. You know? In fact, for me it's such an important thing to have a, to have done that. I'm the other day I, I play golf is one of my vices. Uh, this guy is like um he's a really good golfer, right? He's 19 years old and he he's gone to school for aeronautic engineering, right? Yeah. And they're like, dude, man, that's backwards, right? You do the golf because he's there like, I, I don't know if anything's going to happen. They're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you play the golf till you can't play anymore. Mm-hmm. Play eight hours a day till you're 30. And if nothing has happened, because sports, like, sports are like that, Exactly, right? yeah. Then that's when you go to aeronautic engineering school. Yeah. Right? But don't, like, you are a rare talent, you know? He's that good. He's that good. And so, so bringing it back is like, yes, we did that at that time, mm-hmm. right? I can't now tell Shiba, hey, now, <laughs> Tomorrow I'm going to go to London and I'll be there for nine months. Yeah, <laughs> catch you on the rebound. You know, yeah. I, no, yeah. right? And so if you've got the opportunity to do these things while you've got very few encumbrances, yeah, do it. Okay, let's now talk about you guys recording. Again, this there was no urban pop for that generation. I'm, I'm talking about it because I was I was a teen at that time, mm, you get? Mm. So I had no Kenyan to listen to when I first got your album. Yeah. There's no there's no one else who I could put on that par. Yeah. Unless now again, you're going abroad boys to me and the Mariah Carries mm, and all of these mm, other guys. Mm. Let's talk about your recording process and working on that album. Yeah, ooh, that thing, it, there was definitely <laughs> ups and downs because uh, <laughs> it was an interesting time. You know I mean? Studios were few. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, depending on who you were working with, it could uh, depending on how seriously they took the gig. You know, uh, there were times we would we would show up for a recording session at scheduled for like 7 p.m. First of all, I'm there like, why are we starting in the evening? Come on, nikazi, nikazi, let's meet at nine. And the producer in question wouldn't show up until like one in the morning. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know. Also, you recorded this album in different studios. We record that album was predominantly recorded in one. Uh-huh. And this person has gone through a major transformation in their life, so I'm not going to <laughs> look to, at them. To, to, to look at them. But it was uh, it was quite a thing. You guys are going to the Inly right now. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I ain't telling. <laughs> so um, yeah, it was it was it was hard, you know. And um, also, I think we were trying. We, were, uh, we then also recorded. A bunch of new material, sort of all our sort of R&B leaning, or all the stuff that we, where we had kind of thought we would be going in London, that happened, yeah. right? And I, I, I think we should also have recorded some of the a cappella stuff, mm-hmm. you know, all the stuff that had brought us to that point, I you get. know, because you only had and one so, a cappella. I think it's the Ondio. No, no, no. Um, as in, like we, we had a, our entire repertoire for the first two years it was uh-huh. just an accompaniment. Harmony. Oh, okay, nice. Right? Yeah. And so a lot of them was like uh, African American spirituals. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of original songs written by Chris. David McGarry had written a couple. Um, actually, we'd all written, uh, yeah. written a couple. Um, but yeah, I, I think even now I would, I, would, I would say to the guys, hey, you know what? At least let's spend a month and track those original Ngomas. Right? Mm-hmm. I think that would be cool, you know? Um, because we can now. Exactly. You know? But back then it was it was hard. It was it was hard, and you had the, you had the mercy of producers. I get and you, their whims. You you are young as well. Yeah, you get what I mean. You know, yeah. I, I hear. So from that now recording, what what happens now? Well, first of all, we had a really ingenious way of raising the money to sell that record. Um, our manager at the time, Amina Nurudin. You guys had a, a couple of managers. Yeah. Even for you to have a manager at that time, I know artists still today who don't have managers and they're pretty established. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, I mean, what was that thinking in your group of five guys? Um, it was, I guess we just saw that was what was being done and uh, we used to make decisions sort of as a, as, as a body, right? And it was one of the things where they're like, hey, let's get a manager. Um, also, I mean, Moniki Magaria was our first manager. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so it came from it came from him sort of leading us in Bible study as like our, our big brother, 
and then it's sort of it was a, a logical I get. You know, continuation continuation yeah. and then after after he after he left we had uh, i think a total of like maybe three or four managers over the course of our time so amina um she had this she came up amina incidentally is the person who translated kenya only into into daima yes right so we'll come to that, that. that's a whole we'll other story <laughs> so um she said let's sell the album before it exists right so we were selling what we call redemption certificates which was a piece of cardboard shaped like a cd right with artwork that was there like buy this in advance and then when the album comes out we give you we redeem give it. You, you redeem it what? and it gets you entrance into the launch right i think we probably we probably sold 6 700 of those that was so sharp it was pretty cool and i mean What? like uh a guy like <laughs> chris because chris is a ninja <laughs> yeah. chris he had this kaf- uh, <laughs> a bunch of full scraps that we then started to call the parchment because of how it had been folded folded whatever and it was he had kept that thing and he i think on his own he probably sold like 250 cds <laughs> because chris is mad like that right good <laughs> everyone's office that he knew and he was bringing in kedo 510 g's a day then you know yeah yeah you know and so that, that yeah, that's how we sold it and that's that that's how that's so how that gave you it. that gave you the money now to do the production exactly the, the physical mm-hmm. cd's and all things uh, like that. studio time production of the cd's uh jackets help us pay for the launch um whatever we were responsible for because we <laughs> launched with capital yeah um yeah it was it was it was cool uh t-shirts merchandise we paid for all that stuff yo yeah so now you guys are launched there's something that i remember seeing and i'm wondering um where this comes in there's a there's a picture there's one of those models uh, i've forgotten her name emma to emma to yes emma to yeah, yeah so there's a picture with you guys uko she holding her yes um was wh- how did that come to be because was i mean where, where does that come in how you remember i i don't even remember where it was but it, it could have been some was it a sponsorship or something you know it could have been we did a, we used to do a bunch of corporate stuff you know mm-hmm. and um Emma I think had been outside the country for a while or something and she came back and we met her floored by her beauty and we just <laughs> I don't know how we ended <laughs> up being a photograph <laughs> where we been five guys you know yeah okay so now you lo- this the album is launched What's, what what happens after that the, the 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 so two two questions what happens after that in terms of the explosion because i'm sure the album was now a new level mm-hmm. it took you guys you had an album mm-hmm. like that was a big deal there yeah. secondly not sure if you want to talk about this but it would be wonderful if you do the 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 exit from church because i know now in fact pitodera keeps saying it the biggest mistake the church did was let five alive go 
because you guys know are now exploding. Mm. If 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 you want to talk about that, that's cool. I'll be happy to. Ah, sweet. Um, so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> with, with the with the record, I don't know. I feel it. I there's there's a couple of things that we did wrong with that record. You mm. know. Oh yeah. You know. Um, also, I don't know. I, I feel like maybe we'd we'd we're sort of in between. Uh, where we had come from, you know, and then now the 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 direction that cutting edge producers oh, like Ted were doing. I get right, okay. and so we should have probably decided, hey, let's let's stick to what has brought us this far, right, mm-hmm. and what we know how to do, right, um, because in some ways, none of us were like thrilled by the record. We were like, we could have done so much better, you know, mm-hmm. and so uh, yeah, and. Um, you're right, because at that same time is the introduction of Swahili Nation. All that stuff, man. <laughs> Swahili Nation. You know the news. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> I know what you're you like, like, oh, nice. And then Swahili Nation is... Ooh, and okay. then Ogopa came. And then we're just there like, so now, I don't know what we're doing, you know? Okay. Um, but then... You were in a transition period. It was, it we was, were, okay. you know? Okay. And it's, it's sort of when you've been doing... You've sort of been riding a particular wave for a particular time. Then you then there's another wave that comes mm-hmm. and you sort of... You're negotiating at, at every okay. point, you know? Um... I guess that's yeah it's 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 what having a career is about you know okay. um but then also yeah, you, you the question about exiting the church mm-hmm. um like it's funny for me i've never i've never seen myself as having exited mm-hmm. you know um but okay so here you are you're five young guys right um you've got a particular talent right um the question that then people began to ask are you singers who minister or are you ministers mm. who sing i get right and they're like in retrospect i'm like we're just five young men <laughs> nani, right i get trying to negotiate what it means to be yeah, yeah. 19 20 21 trying to figure out life yeah right um and i think and i mean this this is this is a, a conversation that I feel, um, it's it's been had, mm-hmm. it's been had, yeah. right? And I feel bad that musicians are still having to negotiate that today. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I think there's too much pressure that the church is putting on people to be a particular way, you know, young musicians be a particular way, and it's like, it's it's people, what, what trying what we're trying to discover. Where we, we fall, and we, you mm-hmm. know, and so guidance is important, right? But dictating a direction, I think, is is wrong. wrong. I get is it. Wrong, you know, I mean, uh, like when we when we showed up at Bapo, which had become our home, our home church, right? The place to, for the guidance. Yeah, now, that element exactly. of guidance. Yes, to come and sing at Akesha, right? Uh, once again, it's December thirty first, and they're like home base, you know. <laughs> Let's go, and we go and sing. And the leadership is there, like you can't sing because you've just come and singing. You've just been singing at carnival, as in, like there's there's members of the group who are completely, sort of, completely disenchanted by that. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, I'm done. I'm done, right? And and that's it's the wrong attitude to take as as a church, you know. As in, we have decided, we've gone and played the gig at Kani, right? And we have come. Here we are. We're offering ourselves. We're home. We're home. Yeah. You know? And then you say no? Like, what's that? You know? Yeah. Um, that was I mean, a turning point, huh? It, 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 it was, but I mean, also, um, there's, there's, let's remember, the year that we're in, right? <laughs> it's it's uh, it's the early '90s, and there's a lot that's also happening in Kenya in its democratic space. And so, we'd all grown up under Moi, right? Uh, we had seen um, sort of the uh, the efforts that had been made by the Matiobas, the Rubias, mm-hmm. Akina Raila, Akina Odinga himself, yeah. Odinga yes. Odinga. Yes to bring Kenya back to multi-party democracy, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so, 92 is when 
actually it was the end of 91 that Kenya repealed, right? Um, and so you're 18, 19 at that point. You're part of this movement, mm-hmm. right? Um, yes. I remember at one point, Victor was coming back from Shags. You know, they're from Kerio Valley. Yep. He's coming back. He, he said, as they were driving on either side of the highway, homes were on fire. He said, like, if we're going to have people's, the, people's attention, we've got to address what's going on, right? Mm-hmm. And so here you are. Um, you're negotiating all this stuff, right? And you're, you're getting called to sing in different venues and suddenly you, you, you have the, the podium to talk to people about stuff. An right? influence for people and, to and listen. An influence for people to listen. I remember I was having a conversation with my mom and I was like, hey man, I, I just don't know what to do. She's like, Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. I was like, yeah. She says, if you're singing truth, then you're singing gospel, right? So I was like, Thank you. <laughs> you got your mom. You know, your mom is a blessing. Yes, Fuck. Let's. <laughs> That's yeah, for her. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. I, I get now why why you piece. You know, I'm getting some pieces. I'm understanding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and so yeah, I I I think I think that yeah. It, it's a uh, then the other day I was playing a gig at at St Andrews. And uh, the head of music is there like, hey, you know what? We're having a music week. Um, let's invite all the musicians who have also had their beginnings in church, right? To, to come and play, right? So Pamoidaka was there. I'm talking about mm. seven, eight years ago, right? Yeah. They invited me. Now the guy, Miano Wambogo was the guy who had coordinated this. Yeah. Um, Helena Koth, who's still in the church. Um, and they're like, okay, come, let's uh, show us. You know, come and play. Halfway through our set, these youth elders walked walk, walk down the aisle and grabbed the mic. And they're like, okay, Eric's show is over. What? Right? Can we now have some spiritual music? Right? <laughs> and that was that. And so, um, it was, once again, it's St. Andrews and um, Sheba, she's a member. And her family, they've been members for a while. She actually stood up, turned around, because we're sitting in the front, and addressed the congregation. And we're like, are you going to allow this to happen? Because she bada and suffer fools gladly. <laughs> she bada and takes stuff lying down. You know what I'm saying? She's like, are you guys going to let this happen? Right? And so we, we exited, and literally half the congregation got up and left. Right? Because, I mean, no one was, we weren't doing, we weren't saying anything lewd or... or it's just, I think I, 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 we had just finished, I was about to sing a song called Nikikera, which is a song about what's, what, what's better than the love of your mother, mm. you know? It's just a nice kikuyu benga jam. And we were going to have a wonderful time, <laughs> yeah. right? And man, is, um, it's, 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 it's taking that kind of stance from the church. As in like, God is everywhere, mm-hmm. right? Um... God is not only in the sanctuary. Yep. Right? And Let's so, just say Kenya only would not have existed if you were only doing... For instance, right? And so I believe if I'm going to sing... I mean, I don't, I, I don't imagine that... I'm not the guy who feels that, that God can only be accessed in the sanctuary or that God is only in the sanctuary, right? And so if, I, if, I, if, I, if I'm playing a song here... I'm, I'm going to be there like, look, I can play this because God is here, mm. right? And so I can play it anywhere, right? That's, once again, that, that's, a, that's a very personal sort of relationship that I have, you know? Um, and so maybe, maybe some, and so I don't think it is, it is right to, to throw me off stage for singing the songs that I would be happy to sing anywhere, mm. you know? Um, so anyway, yeah. Yeah. Let me yes. just say, it's guy. I mean, I keep. It's so again. Why I love doing this, guys like you opened up doors for guys like me, and all these other gospel musicians who may not understand the access that they're given mm. to go to different places, and even the acceptance. Because before we could get the acceptance, there's some guys who had to uh, sort of take the fire for us. <laughs> so yeah. you, Pete, Kanji, Limit X. I think you you are the oh, era yeah. who who got burnt. Yes. 
and now a lot of people have freedoms that they don't even know where it came from. I say to it's, I say to young artists, yeah, especially guys who are straddling the gospel and out and singing outside church. I'm not yes. going to even call it secular. They're yes. doing their material outside outside the church, walls, yes. right? That whenever you play a gig, right, you need to look in the direction that you think Pitodera is in and just bow. <laughs> right? Because the Pete's, the Ted's, you're right, limit X, right? They actually they made this road possible. Mm. You know? And uh, we ah, man, we can never we can never we can never forget that. And and the use. And and and, and again, I'll take it back to where you said we don't understand the freedoms we have in Kenya without the Matibas, the Odingas, you said the Shikukus. It's, mm. it's, and now, so from a musical perspective, I'm hearing your story and I'm like, that's why I asked the question about that church um, mm. sort of exit or ev ev eviction. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, so let's, let's continue the story. So now, it sounds like after, because Five Alive didn't have a second album, it mm. sounds like this is now the era where you guys begin to go your own separate ways. Mm. What, okay, what happens now? Well, I guess what happened was at, after five years, um, sort of different pressures began to come. You guys wanted different things, you know? Um, I wanted to go to college, you know? Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, we've done, like when we went to the UK and experienced that particular thing, right? It, it, there is a particular kind of burning out mm -hmm. that, 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 that something like that sort of, uh, puts you through um, so we came back to Kenya we played a couple of gigs but we're like we've reached where we can reach mm -hmm. right knowing what we know and I was like I just need to go to music college I feel like this is the this is the next logical step and then there was there was friends of mine one guy in particular a guy called Erika Joga who used to play bass at Bapo and was uh, mm -hmm. in part of Peter Dera's sort of outfit he was like, I bumped into him one day in town. He was like, yeah, I'm going to this college called Berkeley. I was like, uh-huh. He was like, yeah, Quincy Jones went there. I was like, okay, <laughs> then Applied. we should go, <laughs> right? And so he, he, he went and uh, I started to, to, to research it. And, um, I, so I, I, and, and I think so we all said, yeah, let, let's, let's go to music college. But I guess at that point, some people wanted it more than others. Yes. I think, I think um, uh, Bob definitely wanted to go into media, mm -hmm. right? And that was very clear, you know, he was like, hey man, um, um, yeah, he, he, was, he was being pulled in that direction with, uh, we, like I said, we launched our record with Capital FM, yeah. right? And they sort of took a shine to each other, you yeah. know? He and felt at home, he felt, he felt at, at home, okay, yeah, yeah. like, yeah, cool, you know? Um, Chris had wanted also to go to acting school, right? And so, in a sense, uh, for the five of us, it's like this particular thing in its, in its the way it was constituted, had achieved what it needed to achieve, mm. right? And we, our desires were pulling us apart. And yep. So yeah, so um, yeah, so the, so the group disbanded and guys went and did their thing. You know, mm -hmm. we did try and reconstitute again in 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 America, right? Because at one point four of us were there, um, but it's like once again, I think I think like for me, it had been it had been about a year, you know, and and it, I'd sort of I'd sort of moved. Yes. Moved on, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and so that's kind of how that played out. It's, it's, it's so... Unfortunately, sometimes people don't look at things with an ending. Mm. Or, a, or, or, or a, so you look at a band or a group or a musician, you're like, this guy's going to be a musician for his whole life, especially in the, within the arts, mm. because you're bringing joy to so many of the consumers. Mm. Um, and it's hard to, to... What you just said, the vision or the constitution of what we set this thing up for, had accomplished what it was. Mm. So now you go to Berkeley. Mm -hmm. what, what year is this? This is 97. May By this time, have you written Kenya Only? I wrote Kenya Only. Uh, yes, I, I, I wrote Kenya Only before I left to go for the, to the US. Rewind selector come again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Kenya Only. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about why, how, what ate mm. you, what... How was that classic? That song, by the way, is going to be alive as long as the country exists. I hope so. No, 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 it's not. Right. It's, I'm just telling you the facts. <laughs> it's, it's real. There's some, there's some, there's some music that 
is bigger than you or goes beyond you. Mm. I feel like that is one of those songs that as long as the world, as long as Kenya exists, generations will always, always remember it and mm. sing it and mm. talk about it. Mm. Yeah. Well, thank you. So how that came about? This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. So now you go to Berkeley. Mm -hmm. what, what year is this? This is 97. May By this time, have you written Kenya Only? I wrote Kenya Only. Uh, yes, I, I, I wrote Kenya Only before I left to go for the, to the US. Rewind selector come again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Kenya Only. Yes. Let's, let's talk about why, how, what ate mm. you, what, how was that classic. That song, by the way, is going to be alive as long as the country exists. I hope so. No, 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 it's not right. It's, I'm, I'm just telling you the facts. Like it's, it's real. There's some, there's, some, there's some music that is bigger than you or goes beyond you. Mm. I feel like that is one of those songs that as long as the world, as long as Kenya exists, generations will always, always remember it and mm. sing it and mm. talk about it. Mm. Yeah. Well, thank you. So how that came about, uh, and this is, you know, this for me, and this is why I'm going to say this particularly to, to people of faith who are watching this, mm -hmm. right? Um, God appears in many, many different forms, you know? We all know the, is it the Balak and the, and the donkey, and mm -hmm. God talking through the donkey. Here I was at a place, it was a place called Green Corner. And uh, I don't even know if it exists anymore. Westy, was it? No, Green Corner was hookahed at Nairobi Cinema. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah? yeah. So it was it was a it was a cafe. You could get the best Black Forest in town if you could afford it. <laughs> Those days I couldn't. Um, and then on certain nights they had karaoke, right? And they would open up a bar. Mm -hmm. This very drunk guy comes up to me, and he says to me, "Write a song." for Harambe stars, right? And I was like, okay. I went home and I started writing a song for Harambe stars because Harambe stars were doing really well in it was like, like an Africa Cup of Nations qualifier happening around the time. Uh -huh. So I started writing the song, but here we are, this is 97. We've had ethnic tension, mm -hmm. sort of 92 when we had that first election. And then we saw it move from Rift Valley, way to where, where it was concentrated, down towards the coast. Likoni had a mm -hmm. bunch of things happening. And I was there like, okay. And then 94 happened mm. in Rwanda. Uh -huh. I'd been a day star, a student at day star. I remember on the day the genocide began, we were coming from the Arthur River campus, which at that point was just a satellite campus. Yes. Right? On getting out the school bus, at Valley Road campus, the Rwandese students got off the bus, they met some other Rwandese students, some words were exchanged, and then everyone just started to cry. Like shrieks, like screams, right? Well, they're like, what's going on? They're like, Habiarimana's plane has been shot down, right? Yeah. And from that day, for the next hundred days, Rwanda, madness, madness right? And so you experience this stuff, you see where Kenya is going, what's happening in Kenya. And so this guy comes up to me, drunk man in a pub. He says, write a song for Rambe Stars. I start. As I'm writing it, as I'm writing, and I'm there like, there's a larger thing that I need to talk about, right? And then I started to talk about what Kenya was going through and how, Ken how people were being used, how ethnicity was being used to divide people, to prop up a political class, right? And that's, that's where that song came from. Can you sample? Of the original? Yeah, of the original. Um, <laughs> our glory lies in unity, our strength in our accord. Hatred and disparity we cannot afford. 
Our task is incomplete If our souls and minds don't meet If there's one in the multitude Who does not share our attitude To work, to dream, to live for Kenya only Let my flag remind me of my sacred duty Black for the people, green for the land, red for the price of freedom, and white for peace in Kenya, my pride, my strength, my joy. I always will be Kenyan in pride and strength and joy. Boss, Yanni, you know, I've had you explain the, the back story, I've, I've never listened to this song the way I've listened to it now. Oh, wow. Because the, the words have such life, eh? And actually, like prophecy, like also, also guys, this, mm. is, this is what I saw in happening in Rwanda. This is where I saw us guys going. And I can feel the passion with which you wrote the song. You didn't write this song mm. to get hits. You didn't write this song to get hits. You wrote this song like, guys, here's a message. Exactly. You know, it's... Um we were living through it, you know? Yo. Um, that was powerful. Yeah. Then did you shoot the video now? Uh, when you record this? First of all, man, dude, did you now at this time know that I had this gift of songwriting? Because that's another... In fact, I rate you, you, Chris Adwar, and maybe one or two other people, one of the best songwriters in this country. Hey, and we'll, and we'll talk about... And Baraza into that list Oh, as yes, well, yes, know. yes. Um, but thank you for saying that. Um, we'll talk... Bien falls in... <laughs> and, and a few other guys there. No, though he's amazing. I'm yeah, not yeah, taking nothing yeah. from him. And Bien, please, I've been trying to interview you. This is why. <laughs> um, so do you know that at this time you have this songwriting gift or is it now when you're beginning to figure out your... Um, I struggled with songwriting. Um, I was not just... A natural you know uh someone like chris chris was a natural chris like how even told you how he came up with the name of the group yes. for him stuff just happens like that you know lyrics and music come together mm -hmm. you know and so i really struggled um and the suzanne shukia put me through a couple of really um important lessons you know i'd write stuff i'd, I'd, I'd go play for her <laughs> one of the one of the first songs i wrote um, the chorus went something like H H I V, <laughs> right? <laughs> she was there like, Eric, do you want people to sing this song with you when you're when you're playing it live? I was like, yeah, they're never going to sing H I V, you know. That's um, less than a half, you know. Yeah. That's, that's a lesson and a half. It, it is, it is, yeah. you know. Um. And so, like for example, Emmy, from from a, from a from a songwriting standpoint, as in like, uh, I started playing songs whose chords I, I liked, you know. And uh, um, there's there's like a chord here. There are some chords which are they are tier chords. Yes. <laughs> they are chords that are designed to make you to, to make you feel a particular way, right? <laughs> and so, um, like. Uh, this this Elton John song. Can, can you feel the love tonight? Yeah. It's enough for. There's like a chord that he plays, which I was like, I need to find out that chord, and put it in. Put it there somewhere, yeah. right? Because even like when you listen to like a South African music, when uh, this chord here <laughs> is designed to make you feel a particular way, right? Uh -huh. So in. That that chord is for the maidoli, <laughs> for the kias. <laughs> designed like that, you know. And that so, is too cool. uh, so you be so I think I, I started to pick up all these little tricks, right? And and uh, and 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 try and you and try and craft a song into existence, right? Mm -hmm. um, and even that. Da, 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 da. Sorry. Da, 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 da. I felt like it's there's a way that it vutas, right? And so I think that's I probably was. where that the song began. That's so cool because I'm hearing again. Mm. I'm so glad I brought this song writing conversation up because 
again the intentionality with which you are writing not just the lyrics and the words mm. and it's not that the tune just came into your head or even if it did even how you decided to package it and give it to us as a consumer mm. was so that we hear those words and it evokes a certain emotion because mm. this was something that you were trying to evoke you're mm. trying to guys we're not going this direction yeah, yeah, ethnic yeah. We, we can't go this direction okay you know so you record that song where do you record it we recorded it at bruce odiambo studio right mm. and the late Mas great bruce odiambo the late great bruce odiambo and um masi myra sang background vocals on that first version right uh and i mean masi's an amazing epic vocalist right and so bruce and i programmed the song and he was kind enough not to even charge for it he was like this is a good song it's important for kenya let's do it Whoa. right so um and also it, there was it was also at the, at the, at the time when five alive was falling apart mm -hmm. right um and i was like i'm going to college uh, i just i i i, I was going to do this farewell concert and i needed to 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 publicize the concert with a, with, a, with some new material mm -hmm. right and so it, there's also the, all this impetus to get the song done and record it so yes. we also recorded a song called nakuaza which was not a good song <laughs> <laughs> anyway so um so we then so we tracked the song and then this is i tell you i'd done an ad for andrew crawford productions mm -hmm. um a vocal right and they owed me i think it was 30 g's right and then i needed uh um a grand piano no 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 what's a dolly mm -hmm. Do dolly and, and tracks yes. right and jimmy gathu had offered to film the video for free right he was going to bring a ktn camera right mm -hmm. and just be like look it's an important song so there's those people who were gathering around the song yeah. already and so uh the dolly and and, and tracks was going to cost 30 g's and Andrew Crawford owed me 30 G's and these guys are guys who are Kenya Grips and Andrew Crawford yep. the film studios was like a relationship so such a wheela dealer i called up Andrew Crawford was like that 30 G's fanya hivi tumauko right i told uh, uh, Kenya Grips give me this uh, dolly and whatever and that's how that whole thing happened right we all met at national theater right i talked i had spoken to the, to the director of national theater jimmy got to the camera Bruce brought the track and we were ready and we did it. And now that's this version, the one that, where you're playing the piano. That's the one I'm playing the piano. Um and that's how that played out. And then of course and Jimmy Gasu has this the number one he has the MTV of Kenya. Exactly. <laughs> He's the MTV of exactly. Kenya. Exactly. Yeah. Through through the different shows, Rhythmix, uh, Rastrat, that exactly. section. So, he plays this jams. This song I think I even watched it on news. Forget even mm. watching it on this sh music shows. This song goes and explodes. 
Was this before you left or after? Of course, you know, you know, because you've shot the video before you've left. Yeah, yeah. What happens now? Um, so I head off to the US. Um, I guess you know I, I didn't even know how, how much traction it was. It, it was getting. Oh, because you recorded and then you bounced. I recorded and then we played a farewell concert, and oh. then I bounced. Right. Um, it got it so it, it got a, a certain to, amount to Berkeley of College to Berkeley because that's right? that's another conversation we're coming back yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but I think it began to then when the bomb went off in 98 right people like Jeff Koenange right or they're like hey I'm, I'm going to use this song um, and uh, and just use it to show how Kenyans came together when the bomb went off right which is an interesting thing because the song had been written about ethnicity and tribalism and yeah. sort of you know coming together in that way but it's Jeff saw another interpretation of the song that is you know and then he created, which nowadays people, it's like they call them fan videos, you yeah. know, but I, I'm, he just, he just was there like, song, my images, put them exactly. together, right? Then the song started to get a lot of airplay, um, and then it, it's that, that sort of, that happened, that season passed, um, and then we decided to do a Swahili translation of it. So, okay, wait, even before that, now you've made me understand why I think of it in that sense, mm. because looked at it in the unity sense of that it, i mean bomb blast was huge 98 august august 8th eh? 7th 7th big 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 in terms of a tragedy happening within kenya mm. so i understand i see now what happened and it was being played over and mm. over mm. and mm. over mm. and over because mm. it's funny even only when, when we talk about i don't i don't see you playing the piano i saw i see that later you get yeah uh, but that song on its own was huge and it, it was, and I, 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 and I feel like from a I'm consumer asking, was it? Yeah. I, I wasn't even here. Oh, no wonder. Now I'm getting, you are yeah, not here. Yeah, yeah. That was now, for us, the introduction of Eric Wainaina. That's when we're like, okay, we wanted Five Alive back, but it's okay. It's okay now. Oh, it's yeah. okay. <laughs> Bob, Nisa, you can be in, can be in Capital <laughs> FM and it's not homework. Nisa, <laughs> you get uh -huh. So now I, it became our acceptance of, okay, he's a solo musician mm. and this is, is wonderful. So now tell us about now it becoming. Did it happen after that soon when you made it now Daima Kenya? This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. <laughs>